we're on number two, writing books. How do we want to go about this? Do we want to like do the traditional route? I mean, because the story of, of like the publisher is like, like, did you win the golden ticket? You know what I mean? It's like, I've got a golden ticket. It's like you get signed as a publisher. It's like getting a record deal, right? And suddenly they'll market for you. They'll print the books for you. They'll design it. They'll format it. They'll, they'll do everything. You just got to write it. It's the easiest thing. It's, uh, I mean, like that story was a different context altogether. So let's think about the context for a second. So that story, that reality happened in a time frame where there was only a, a set number of publishers. And these publishers were all competing for a, a finite audience. And they had these avenues with which they could reach them, you know, radio, television, book inserts, libraries, you know what I mean, bookstores, uh, very narrow. And, and now the technology with which they can do everything has shrunk, has changed dramatically so much and become so cheap. And then everything's so decentralized you can call someone up, email someone anywhere in the world at any time. Their advantage is gone. Their understanding, comprehension, um, their ability to get a guaranteed result following their formula is no longer valid. There, there is no formula um, in that publisher world and they're always kind of trying to figure it out and they're funding a huge staff and people either go from like trying to learn and imitate each other or just staying in a lockstep with the old way of doing things. So we're at very weird times for publishers, for the music industry, for a lot of industries where we are seeing them being essentially eroded away um, because they don't have the efficacy, they don't have the command of their industry like they used to. And so what has arisen in the past 20, 30 years is self-publishing. Well, self-publishing originally was you going to Kinko's and printing out, you know, a thick manual and, and doing the ring binder on it. You know what I mean? The spiral binder and all that kind of stuff. It no longer is like that. It changed and evolved and many of us got on board when self-publishing first came on the scene. We joined lulu.com or create space and there's many others as well, but we got involved in this relationship where we could skim under the radar in our minds perhaps and get in to Amazon. And, <laughs> and it, yeah, no, it worked, but somehow we didn't end up affecting the culture or reaching those big sales that we thought we would. And I was not alone. I mean, that's what happened with these books right here. Here, so my, my um, first educational books. This is the, the guitar method, uh, uh, the Matt Powers guitar method, visual music theory for frustrated teachers and students. This is the workbook. Um, I had to learn how to uh, work with graphics and uh, and I was you know doing music and notation and chords and 
all those sorts of things. And that's on Lulu still to this day. Um, it makes little bits of money here and there. I've had people write me about it and thank me for it, but it just never moved, it never went anywhere. Um, and, and it's really interesting because I, I followed everything, I filled out all the things, I promoted it, and then it didn't go anywhere. And it is so interesting because that's what everyone else does. That is literally like the prototypical, like, writer, self-publisher first effort. And you learn a lot, you know what I mean? You, you get your feet wet, you see how, you know, it's not this instant win. Many of you have already done this, I'm sure. And, and, and many of you probably have gone on and then pursued those, those publishers to get signed. Maybe some of you have signed some deals with these publishers, some book deals. And so what does that look like? Well, it's just like a music industry contract. You get an advance on your work and then they spend money printing it, promoting it, and then they need to recoup that money before you see money back. And then you get, you know, I mean, records, it was like, I think six or seven cents per record. Um, with books, it's, it's a little bit better, but I think it's still so marginal, it's like you don't get paid, essentially, until you're selling a lot of books. And so it's a little bit like gambling or using a credit card or giving um, the right to use a credit card in your name to another person. It's a little bit like that. And so you lose control of things. And because you lose control of things, you don't have the heart connection. And so we lose our, our real connection to the identity that it could be giving us. And then the power we could be imbuing it and marketing it and reaching way more people. So I really think that ownership, creative ownership is not just like a, a diva thing for an artist or you know, male diva or whatever the term you want to come up with. But I really believe it's the way we keep the fire cultivated in us as artists and crafts, crafts people. And so I, I, I really, I, I just want to emphasize that. So I'm also an indie rocker. You know what I mean? I'm a musician. I, I just, uh, I really believe that um, we need to, you know, DIY, right? Do it yourself. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I went into this and saw how I was basically, as a self-publisher, avoiding the uncomfortable situation with the publishers, but I was getting the same exact treatment contractually from like Amazon and stuff. So I was getting like the same percentage, but then all the responsibility was essentially being put on top of me. So. It, it, it became really clear at that point that um, it was a, a much steeper uh, you know, road to go up. But then I also, as I got into this, I discovered other things that, the, that you don't get when you, when you are also publishing, self-publishing. So this didn't end up in libraries. This didn't end up being officially reviewed. 
And I've talked about that in some other videos that, that, that in another you know, free course that I've done about how important it is to be reviewed. And I don't mean like, this book is great, signed Rolling Stone Magazine, you know, or something like that. That's not what I mean at all. I mean available officially to libraries, schools, and 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 it, and being also put into the system where anyone could, you know, when you go to Barnes and Noble, do you have this book? And they go, tick, 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 tick. yes, but it's not in stock. I can order it for you. How do you get there? That's what I was always asking myself. And when I was caught in that that Lulu world, that create space world, that self publishers bubble, and. I, I, I wanted to get out of that. So where do we begin when we do this journey? Um, I think we should not go to Lulu. We should not go to CreateSpace. We should not go to a publisher until we go to them with strength. So if you're going to do it, you know, do it like my friend Brad Lancaster, where he's working with Chelsea Green, but they have print rights. And so they're printing it and selling it as Chelsea Green, but he gave them rights to do it, and he made a deal with them after he had already done it. So it's like my publishing company grants them rights at a favorable percentage for me. And so instead, you know what I mean, this is how like really big artists, you know, like the Beatles could get great contracts, you know, on, on, on their, their records and deals and stuff like that, once they're established. So that's why it's like going on tour. It's like you don't go until the road calls you. It's like I know I could probably get a pretty favorable deal with certain publishers because they've approached me. And, they, and, and I know I probably could get um, into a pitch room with other publishers because they're having me review their books as an author. Very interesting. Um, so. So I'm, I'm gaining status among publishers as an author and as a micro-publisher. So, so I really think that I'm now in a position to kind of do what Brad did with my books with like another publisher or something like that. Uh, I don't think I need to. I don't think there's any reason to. Um, and, and yeah, they might do some things. They, they might put me on their, their, their page and people might see that and there's that affiliation and stuff, but there's also a lot to be said for doing it yourself and being um, independent and, and transparent and people seeing that and being like, we are funding this. We are creating this together. And that'll go into more with uh, Godin's approach. So w w the temptation is to go, I don't want to do any of this hard work. I just want to write and be, you know, just the writer. But writing is a craft, and a craft isn't just you, you know, just you, you know, chiseling, you know what I mean? Or, or just you sanding, it's all of the skills that bundle into that craftsmanship. So I really want us to, to create that bundle, to take all that on. And that's what this course really is all about. That publisher route always is open to us. You might get approached, offered a great deal, awesome. Um, but run the numbers. You, the stuff you'll learn in my course when you run the numbers will tell you honestly what you should do. 
you'll know. You'll know if it's right like that. So we'll get into it. But I really want you to begin from a place of ownership and knowing that writing a book is is a holistic process, a whole hog process. And writing a book nowadays, if you want to be successful, you must be involved. You can't just give it, all, give it away to a publisher and just hope. You have to be involved. And the more involved you are, the more success you will have. Because it becomes who you are. It becomes part of the story. It's part of the identity. And yeah, and they want to support you. They, they want that authenticity, that connection. Um, we're not buying logos anymore. We're not buying brands anymore. Um, we've evolved past that as a culture. We are now down to niches. And we'll get into that more in a second. But just to start off with, we need to decide where we want to go how we want to begin this process and then chart our course. So I'm going to be going through all the different pathways and you may find you go down three or four of them as I have so that you cover all your bases, so that you're differentiating for different audiences or different products. It all, it all depends. So that is you know, where we begin is deciding which path or paths we want to go down with this book. Ha, 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 ha.